Welcome back to No Crying in Baseball, and I'm here, the potty mouth, with my friend Patty, and we're in our happy hangover time. It's a big hangover. It was a big party. The World Series is over, so we've got that little bit of a letdown, but it was so much fun that this is a happy hangover. It's a happy hangover, but I'm sick as a dog, but I gotta say, Potty Mouth fixed me up with some with some Jack and Tea, so I'm feeling better already. There it's helping me quite a bit. But um, yeah, this is one of those, I think I got sick because it was so much fun, and I held it together, and there was a lot of stress and a lot of excitement, and then it all ended, and my body said, okay, done with that, I'm out. And a couple of late nights. Those were some late nights and school nights, and for me, that was, that was tough. And then, especially after game seven, because it got to the point where I was watching on my iPhone in bed, it was late, and I have to get up early. And then it was such a fun ending to watch and that moment with Altuve jumping up and down. And uh, then I couldn't sleep. I was just so wound up. I just couldn't <laughs> sleep. And I was also very excited because I realized that I called this fucking thing. Somehow I called this, which is so funny because for years I have been betting on series. I've been betting on series forever. I don't think I have ever actually called any fucking series in the playoffs, but this time we have evidence, we have it date stamped that I actually <laughs> called Astros in seven and it happened. So I'm feeling a little bit miraculous and grateful and it's a, it's a good way to kick off the I will podcast. say, you, you may not have been able to go to sleep, but all I did when the series was over was type out the words, Potty Mouth won the World yes, Series, yes. and I went straight to bed, and I slept like a rock. And I saw the words come out, and I hit the little love. I was loving that on Facebook. You did so. good. You did good, Potty so Mouth. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Can I say something about the Game 7, though, in general? Oh, yeah. It was lousy for a Game 7. Well, there's I know you're happy with the outcome, and I'm okay with the outcome. It's just we had so many exciting games before right. that. Game 2 was a game seven and game five was a game seven and game seven was just kind of a bore to me it was a bang of a start though because it was all the first two innings and then it was done and, i mean and, and, <laughs> and that was and, it and why was it the first two innings because darvish was pitching and what happened right it's for the second time i feel so bad for him i mean he's a he's an amazing pitcher and he had two horrible outings in the world series and that's just going to be crushing but but you know i don't think it was all his fault no no it wasn't um there, there was some talk about slick balls. Did you hear about the slick balls? There were slick balls in play, and the fact that we heard it from both teams yeah. made me think that there's something to it. So apparently the pitchers were having a hard time getting a grip on their balls, which doesn't make a, doesn't make a, problem, not a problem for fastballs. Thank you very much. Back to my Jack and T. Uh, it's not a problem for fastballs, but it is a problem if you're throwing sliders. And Darvish is the it. slider guy. And that also explains why he had that bad outing early on and the bad start in Game 7. And even Verlander was saying exactly. when he was autographing baseballs before, before Game 7... It was hard to sign the, 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 the baseball, the game balls, because they were so slick. So I think there's something to it. And it's different than being a juiced ball, because the juice balls just make them fly harder and fly yeah. and fly farther, but they couldn't get a grip. Yeah, and, I, and the important thing is that it was on both teams, so it didn't give anybody an advantage, so we can't like disqualify the results. It, but... it does give you a disadvantage if what you throw are sliders. Right, but, but the Astros had, had both Keuchel and Verlander, and they both fucked up plenty. And, and and Kershaw was the one who sort of could go above it. And it was really sad to see in that last game how amazing he was after Darvish, too. I mean, that was a little ouch to Dodgers fans, I would imagine, because to see him come in and be like, why didn't you just start him? Man? Right, right. Yeah, no, and when he was so sad afterwards, too. Yeah. He was like, you know, I, one day, one day I'm going to win this thing. I'm not there yet, but one day I'm going to win this thing. And, and his, yeah. whole, his whole summary of it was kind of how 
I think everybody always feels in baseball when your team doesn't win. That's the thing that everybody remembers. They remember that you lost the World Series. It's going to take them a long time. Dodgers fans, a long time to remember. We won 104 games this season. But we lost the World Series, so that's yeah. what's in everybody's mind. And and that Kershaw's been so solid, been so amazing, and and but he was not the winning pitcher. But but the other thing with the Dodgers in the series was how many guys, and I wish I had looked this up, how many guys were left on base? All of them. Yeah, like every <laughs> inning, it was it wasn't just like one dude. It was like two or three guys on base. There were all these binds, and my heart's like out of my chest watching the pitching, but. The Somehow. Dodgers could never close the deal. They never could. They they'd get people on base like crazy, and then you'd get Bellinger or you'd get right. Turner, who were people you could totally Ooh, count I on so all regular season long. And then they just couldn't do it for the World Series, and so people were left on base. Yeah, it's yeah. heartbreaking. I felt bad for those guys, especially Bellinger. He just he with that baby face, you know. I just uh, that would be the Gregory Peck face. That, yeah, that was that's perfect, totally perfect. <laughs> um, the the pitching was a little tense though, Astros wise, um, in Game Seven because McCullers, I thought. You know, he's going to get in there with those sparkles. He's got that the black crystal. diamond sparkle. Yeah, that crystal mojo going. That's going to protect the him. Crystal it's mojo. Be, it's, nice. That's what I, I, <laughs> I'm guessing that's what the sparkles is all about. It's like some sort of energy field. But then he he barely lasts. And uh, they subbed in Mr. Morton. And I'm not going to sing it because Patty doesn't want me to. But y'all have to check out on YouTube Schoolhouse Rock. It's not one of the favorite Schoolhouse Rocks. It's not like the I'm just a bill level. But Mr. Morton is the subject of the sentence and what a predicate says he does is stuck in my head every time I see Morton on the mound. And there's lots of, you know, new verses that you could that you could write. But Morton came in and totally saved the day after the actual reversal had happened in the last in the championship series in game seven um, before against the Yankees, where McCullough saved the day after Morton started. Everybody gets a turn. Yeah. Baseball's about taking turns. That's it. <laughs> sort of. So there were all kinds of diamonds on the, uh, on the on the ball field. That's a good way to put it. All the sparkles, extra sparkles afterwards with with Correa deciding to announce his engagement or ask, to ask his, his now fiancé to marry him after Game 7 winning the World Series. Like, what a life opportunity for him to take advantage of that. And did you see her reaction? Did you see the video? I did. I did. And... I think, wow, she really couldn't say no, but it looked like she wanted to say no. So it was a good bet, but oh my gosh. Yeah, talk about like instant world stage, but she just looked like so overcome with emotion and she's bawling and kissing him and it just makes everybody happy like to see that kind of uh, love, young love. Um, But there was more crying. Carlos Beltran was um, actually crying on camera because he was so emotional. I mean, and the irony is he's barely playing he's sort of you know on the team but he hasn't been getting a lot i don't know if he got any field time in the world series i had thought he was on the dl he, he, yeah he dh'd once i think and that was it but you know he's been like a a, a leader in the clubhouse right. for the astros so he's been a big part of the team but behind the scenes and he's been playing for a while and he's been through a lot of intense teams and he was on the yankees you know so i think like to finally get the moment i think this is his first actual world it is it is so we can forgive the tears for that there can be some crying in baseball right i think there when you win the world series exactly there are definitely moments where we can approve of crying in baseball just not on our podcast damn it because we're having fun Speaking of fun, boyfriends, we, we had some boyfriend action. We had a lot of boyfriend ha- boyfriend happenings. So I'm just saying how, that. How's yours doing? So mine was the MVP of the World Series. So I'm feeling pretty Not good bad. about my pick because going into the World Series, he wasn't doing so well. 
And I told you, I, you know, I'm going to pick him during the series, see what happens. Mm-hmm. And there was some defense, and defense is sexy. And then Absolutely. all of a sudden, the long ball. Yeah. Home run after home run. So, yeah, so George Springer is the new Mr. October. Actually, he, he actually, Springer sprung back and forth because he was totally hot against the Red Sox. He was batting like crazy. And then I was getting pissed at him in the Yankee series because I was like, fuck, you just, like, nailed us. And now you're they killed doing your this. your team. Now right. kill the Yankees, now damn it. Now you're doing this with the Yankees. And so I was a little nervous how we, which, which Springer is going to show up for the World Series. We got the right one. Your guy. Your guy showed my up. My guy. How'd your guys do? Um, well, my Dodgers. I think this is one of the main reasons. You I've, said my Dodgers. I don't think I've ever heard you say my Dodgers. <laughs> oh, man. That came out so wrong. So wrong. <laughs> My Dodgers boyfriends, uh, I think that the Dodgers actually were cursed because they screwed with my boyfriend. Because I had picked Ah. Kike Hernandez in game one, and then he barely played when they were in Dodger Stadium. Sure, bring them both out when they're in the American League. But, but, you know, Jock, I kind of tried to grow on him a little bit, but he was a little bit too much of the boy band BMX club with Corey, Cody, and Alex like that. You know, the just, kids on bikes. The kids on bikes, which is just not quite as sexy, but but then your 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 main boyfriend, well, your main guy. Yeah, you know, he didn't have a great game seven, but he did throw the final out Altuve. And that was, was so fitting. That it, was perfect. Exactly, and it was adorable because, like, that's the gif gif. I don't even know how to pronounce it. The little photo repeater thing. Yeah. Okay. It's a gif moment. Hard G. It totally graphic. Yeah, gif. G. Gotcha. <laughs> It was that. It was that. Because it's just him sort of galloping across the field with this just adorable little smiley face. Again, adorable, not a sports word. Yeah. (laughs) There's that. Uh, Well, adorable. Speaking of adorable, so just our our facial hair reflection of the World Series. I don't want to talk about my facial hair. (laughs) Well, maybe not our personal facial hair, but our reaction to the facial hair that was happening in the World Series. Well-groomed Astros. Yes, I think that the Astros should have like a little GQ, GQ centerfold photo with like those that groomed tight beard look because you had McCullers, Correa, Springer, Altuve, and Gonzalez, which all look like they just came out of the same barbershop, you know, that just... And dark. the same jewelers. Yes, there's that. There's that. You know, though, like Verlander kind of looked like he wanted to be a wannabe in there, but he was mostly just the five o'clock shadow or like the, you know, did forgot to shave this morning kind of look. I think he had the, I'm already in Engaged to Kate Upton, I don't care. Right. Yeah. Well, and and then there's Keuchel, and he just totally didn't fit the the Astros GQ. <laughs> Maybe he, he just he's going to do his own thing. He was unique. He's dancing his own steps. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. So, uh, speaking of of lovable or Astros that are you love to hate or hate to love with, um, with good hair. There you go. With good hair, exactly. There's um, Yuli, who doffed his helmet. Which I think it's sort of like what? to Darvish specifically to Darvish, to Darvish to when Darvish. he went up to bat exactly and and I think what else do you want this guy to do? He did something reprehensible and he's repenting and he's he's his punishment is coming. So he gets up and he doffs his hat and it was a, an amazing gesture for two very important reasons. One, he's publicly showing his remorse and he's yeah. directing it right at Darvish. And then two, man, when his hair like poofed out when he did that, <laughs> it was like gorgeous. It was just this little like, you know, it was a special cascade. effect of its own. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah. So to, the crowd was already booing when he got into the batter's box. And so yes. he kind of stepped out and that's when he doffed his helmet, which was a good thing to do. It really was. But man, Baseball fans can hold a grudge like nobody else. Yeah. Um, you know, Nationals fans will you know are always amused when whenever um, we're we're playing the Mets, 
at the Mets every time Murphy goes up to bat. The Mets boo him mercilessly. Yeah. And it wasn't his fault that he went to the Nationals. They didn't want to keep him. But boy, you, you went somewhere else. You're doing great. Boo on you. Same thing with Worth when you when you know in Philadelphia, they're all gonna yeah. boo him because great, you left us, you ditched us. He did win a World Series for them. Then yeah. ditched us, and then we're gonna boo him forever. You know, I have to say, I'm so guilty of doing this for two players, like totally guilty. I was heartthrob set boy baseball boyfriend on Johnny Damon, and then fuck him when he went to the Yankees. I booed him. Oh, yeah. And the same thing with Ellsbury. They were oh. both they were both my baseball boyfriends at the time on the Red Sox. And then just you can't get much worse. I brought my you remember I brought my Ellsbury shirt shirt to Value Village because yeah, I was it's like, gone. It's out of the I'm house. Done. You purged. I'm done. You I, absolutely I, purged. I was thinking of burning it, and then I thought, ah, well, you can't. No, somebody might want. Somebody this, might want right? it. Yeah, it's, that would be wasteful. Yeah. Um, now I always say no. You, you shouldn't boo people. If booing is you know I'm I'm again you know it's the parental thing. I don't want to I don't want kids to see people boo uh-huh. you know unless it's an injustice kind of thing. But just to to hold a grudge or boo a player. And I remember um, you know as an Indians fan from way back, I still didn't approve of all the Indians players. Albert Bell. Albert Bell was just a mean, nasty, cheating, corked bat. Court really? bat, yeah, he was he was reprehensible. Wow. So after I was here, I went, I went to um, went to see the Indians play the Orioles up in Camden Yards, and I went with a with a neighbor. And she saw me booing <laughs> Albert Bell. I thought she were rooting for the Indians. Like, oh, I'm rooting for the Indians, right. but not Albert Bell. And I just joined in this chorus of boos. And I thought, oh, now I don't, I don't think I want my daughter to see that. But but you know, I can also- I can relate. I can definitely relate. Yeah, but 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 grudges are going to hold. I wonder how long that the the Bryce Harper like Hunter Strickland, uh, you know, the booing is going to happen depending on what park you're in. Yeah, it'll be a while. It'll We're not going to stop. Did you have something to say about Joe Buck? Because I'm curious about that. Like he was. Uh, oh, I, that that's just a regular grudge. Everybody just loves <laughs> to hate Joe. That's not like a a special event grudge. Oh. It's like everyone's got something to 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 hold against Joe Buck. He always is rooting for the team that I'm not rooting for. When, oh, when he's really? when he's well, you know, he he's was, gotten in trouble for that too. And for, he doesn't care. Yeah, and he doesn't care. So yeah, so there's there there's that. That that's just kind of a, a petty one because it's just fun to hate Joe Buck. Although he's got a really good sense of humor about it, so I kind of love that about him there there is that but you know i know these two women who would be so perfect for that job they could like tag team it oh that's true that's true okay so maybe some audition tapes should be sent i think so yeah i think think that's a good plan save this save this for the future (laughs) we have a lot to look forward to so we are kind of mourning the loss of baseball what's our countdown now all right, you mean till pitchers and catchers report? What else are we going to uh, talk about? I mean, come on. 101 days, like 101 bottles of beer on the wall. We're <laughs> going to be singing this song all the way through the deep, dark winter. But but we're going to keep going. We had a, a, originally thought that we would be taking a little bit of a break right now, but we're having so much fun, and there's so much news coming there's out. There's a lot to talk about. We're just going to keep going. So we're going to talk about baseball every week, right? Yeah, I mean, all of us, we're already talking about what's happening with free agents. Yeah. Who's getting dropped, who's getting picked up. So there's news with that. There's um, there's manager news and there's manager predictions. Uh-huh. So um, I was I was reading this piece about uh, Joe Girardi where he's going to end up because no one's looking right now, right? Everybody's wow. full right now. Everyone's hired, so something's going to have to change next year for him to get picked up as a Jeff. And my pick from the list of possibilities was Miami. Because Jeter owns them now. Okay, I so, think that's going to be your famous, like, now we've got it date stamped. We know that Patty said this right now on November, what is it, 3rd? 
So when so, it happens, yeah, I kind of think, yeah, somehow the Jeter's gonna gonna bring him in, and, and he's gonna end up at Miami. I think that's perfect. That's totally perfect. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Alex Cora. So, so you know, basically, he couldn't do anything because he was busy with the World Series. So as soon as the game ended, he gets to come over to Boston, and he's an instant just Boston, you know, fan supporter, true to the city. As soon and as you put on the new jersey, right? There you go. And he was asked about, you know, facing his the Astros next year, and he said, hopefully they'll suck. I'm kind of washing my hands of the whole thing. That's great. So I was amused to see that um, the the World Series is only, what, two days over now? And uh, Las Vegas is already placing odds on next year's World Series. I'm not going to bet because I already... It's it's too soon. Lightning doesn't strike twice, too. Well, yeah, you you have to ride the the, the coattails right now. But Yeah. um, yeah, so Las Vegas right now has the Dodgers winning. Which would make Kershaw huh. happy, and yeah. means that we have to have fewer slick balls, I think, in the game for that to work. But they've got the Dodgers at five to one, and um, my Indians at six to one, huh. and my Nats at seven to one. You want to know where the Red Sox are? Uh oh, ten to one. Is it is that the next one down, or is, are there people? There, there may more, be some in between. There, there might be some in between. So the one thing that I can say about all three of those high, the Dodgers and the Indians and the Nationals, is I'm um, excited about the managers. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. Dodgers, I definitely have got to keep that soft spot for Roberts. It's You just got to love him as a Red Sox fan. And um, and Francona. Or, or a Dodger fan. There, there you go. There's so many people who can love Roberts, and there's so many people <laughs> who can love Francona. I mean, I would love to see those two managers be that happy. And the Nationals, you know, that's my... National League team. And it's, that's your new home team. Yeah, it's our it's our in common. We that's both right. can be friends when we go to games. and uh, Well, we're always friends, but we can support each other and try to sit on the right side of the toddlers and things like that. <laughs> so, yeah, so so Patty and Potty Mouth will be back with, uh, with more baseball fun. Before you know it. Before you know it. So if you like what you've heard, please rate us and review on iTunes. We'd love to see your ratings. Mr. Morton walks down the street. Mr. Morton walks. Mr. Morton gets on the mound. Mr. Morton box. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrics by Patty.